0: friends welcome to episode 1 of talk it out walk it out i'm adia and i'm so excited to begin this journey with you and i really hope you'll follow along through this season if you haven't already be sure to subscribe and i hope at the end of this episode you'll share this uh, episode with a friend so it's the beginning of the year and i think a great way to start the year is to talk about planning a life you love so in this first episode i'm going to share with you a system or routine that i like to call dream it plan it do it if you're thinking about you know how your dreams and goals are going to play out for the year this is the episode for you so i have my notes I'm ready to go. So let's dive right in. You know, one of the things I've given myself permission to do recently is to dream again. You know, life is lifeing, <laughs> And, you know, I really had put some of the dreams and the goals that I had for 2022 on the back burner. For instance, this podcast was supposed to launch at the beginning of 2022. But you know what? I'm reminded that even though delayed, this podcast is launching at just the right time. So I want to take you back um, to the beginning of COVID in 2020. Um, I, I was recently... Unemployed, I was laid off from my job, and I had an abundance of time on my hands. And so I decided to really lean into my strengths and my passions, which were organizing and planning. So my sisters in love, we don't say in laws, my sisters in love and I um, decided to launch a Facebook group called the Black Girls Plan. In fact, if you go on Facebook right now and search the Black Girls Plan, you'll find the group. Um, You can still join, even though we haven't posted in a while. There's still some really good content out there. So in this Facebook group, we introduced um, and kind of revived the art of paper planning Now, this isn't just regular, you know, write down your schedule for the week. I mean, we went all out with decorating, with stickers and accessories. I mean, we really dove into this planning thing headfirst. And if you go to the Facebook page, you'll see some of the examples of our um, of our work. So, as we were, you know, having discussions in this group, we found that some members really um, had a need for, you know, advice on how to better prioritize their life. So I thought about it and created a three-step process that I adapted from a video I'd seen um, from a Plan on YouTube, and I call this "Dream It, Plan It, Do It." And those are literally the three steps. It it sounds really simple, but you know, this is how we begin to create a life we love. Um, before I dive further into the process, let me introduce um, a concept that was brought to us by my sister in love, Joy, who is a women's health and psychiatric nurse practitioner. And she talked about the eight dimensions of wellness. And the premise is that there are eight categories or dimensions that when well balanced, help us live a healthy and whole life. Now, I'm going to be honest. I don't know anyone who has perfectly balanced all eight, but it does give us something to focus on as we start to prioritize our goals and life in general. So let me share with you the eight dimensions. The first is emotional, then financial, social, spiritual, occupational, physical, intellectual, environmental. I'll say them again, emotional, financial, social, spiritual, occupational, physical, intellectual, environmental. So we use those eight dimensions as a reference point as we're going through this dream it, plan it, do it exercise. And so now that we understand that there are kind of eight dimensions of wellness, let's just go ahead and dive into those three steps. So step one is dream it, or as I like to say, write the vision. I'm a Christian and in the Bible, Habakkuk two and two says, then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. So to give you a little bit of context, Habakkuk was a prophet who sought answers to difficult questions. And he took those answers to God. I'm sorry. He took those questions to God and I want to stop and say that it's okay for us to question God. He can handle our questions. As long as we come to Him respectfully, as long as we come to Him humbly, we can ask hard questions. And so, in the first chapter of Habakkuk, we hear some of those questions that He's asking God. And then, as we get into the second chapter where this verse is, you know, Habakkuk is saying, I'm going to wait to hear God's answers. And so that's an important thing to note. Sometimes we ask the question, we get impatient, we want to get ahead of God, but we really just need to make sure that we sit back and wait for the answer. Now, if you're like me, patience is not my strong suit, but we can trust that God will answer when we ask. So going back to Habakkuk, you know, when God began to speak to him and answer Habakkuk's questions, God instructed Habakkuk to just write it down, write down the answers plainly so that everyone, including Habakkuk, could see and understand the answers, so like Habakkuk, we may have big, difficult questions such as our purpose or maybe, you know, am I supposed to take this job? Um, but sometimes there's are simple questions like, you know, how should I prioritize my day? How should I prioritize my week? I believe if we ask God, he'll answer. He'll answer both the big and the small questions. And so once we hear that answer, we also must write it down so that we can understand the direction in which we should go. So that is a big part of the dream it um, section. And that is to write the vision, literally write it down, make it plain so that you can see it, refer back to it and understand it. As part of kind of this first step of the dream it, um, plan it, do it exercise, I've broken down dream it into three questions we should ask ourselves. The first is, what does a happy life look like for me? What does a happy life look like for me? Now, this seems like something that we should be able to communicate But I find that when I'm working with people, this is the hardest question to answer. Um, You know, I try to stress that this is something that should be according to your and God's vision for your life and no one else's. Only you can answer this question You know, so often we subscribe to what other people think. We want to ask their opinions. We take into account what they say we should and shouldn't do. But really, this should be just about you and everyone else should be blocked out. This is between you and God. The next question is, who or what are my top three priorities? Who or what are my top three priorities? Is it family? Is it my job? Is it giving back to the community? You know, only you can answer that. So again, who or what are the three most important people or things in your life? Take a minute to think about that and write it down. And then the last question in this section is, in what areas of my life am I currently frustrated now, usually this is a much easier question to answer. Um, I know for me, when I think about this question, the first thing that pops into my mind is my weight. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated with my weight right now. So, you know, think about an area in your life, that an area in your life where you're frustrated. You know, maybe you hate your job. Maybe you don't like where you live. Think about what disturbs your peace. So what area of your life are you currently frustrated? So now that we've answered those three vision questions, it's time to refer back to those eight dimensions of wellness that we talked about for the second part of the dream it step. So I'm going to go back and recap those eight dimensions. They are emotional, financial, social, spiritual, occupational, physical, intellectual, and environmental. So in the second part of this step, you're going to choose two, maybe three at the most areas out of those eight dimensions that you're going to focus on for one week. This is where I suggest looking back at those, you know, first three questions, particularly the area of life that frustrates you the most. And then you're going to, choose really one, I think you should start with one area to focus on. And the reason why I say that is because it's easier by breaking things down into really small goals, rather than trying to take on everything at once, you'll begin to see progress. And seeing progress gives you the encouragement to keep going. So if you take on too much, inevitably, you'll fail. That's just the reality. And then you'll likely give up. So I suggest starting, just start with one, start with one area to focus on. So earlier I said, you know, I'm frustrated with my weight. And if I look at those eight dimensions of wellness, physical is the one that matches up with my frustration. So I'm going to focus on physical wellness for the week. Now, once you've identified your area, you're going to determine what that looks like. So, for example, I chose physical wellness to focus on for a week. So what does that mean? Well, I'm going to work out and I'm going to eat healthy. Okay, that's still too general. What I'm going to say is I'm going to work out three times this week and I'm only going to drink water, coffee and tea. No soda, no fruit juices, no alcohol. So that just makes things a little bit more specific. I'm going to work out three times. I'm only going to drink coffee, water, and tea. Now, it's important to keep things realistic. Y'all know, if I wrote down that I'm going to work out seven days every day this week, I would be lying and I would be setting myself up for failure. So it's important to be realistic in your goal You know, working out three times out of seven days a week seems pretty realistic for me. And so I am more likely to complete that goal. Now, once you've chosen your area of focus and you've broken that down into specific goals, it's time to move on to step two, which is plan it. Now, in this step, you're literally going to write, Or plan how you're going to execute on that area of focus. So going back to my example, I said I'm going to work out three days a week and I'm going to um, only drink water, coffee, and tea. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at everything that I have planned for the week. I'm going to look at my schedule. I'm going to look at my work schedule if I have any meetings or anything after work. And I'm going to literally plot out when I'm going to work out those three days. So Let's say looking at my schedule, I can work out on Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. So not only am I going to write down when I'm going to work out, I'm going to write down the time of day, whether that be morning, like before work or evening after work, and I'm going to write down what I'm going to do. For instance, on Monday, I'm going to write down, I'm going to work out in the morning before work. What am I going to do? I'm going to take a 30 minute walk around the neighborhood. And then Wednesday, I have an early meeting, so I can't work out before work, but I can work out in the evening. So I know that there's a yoga class at this studio around the corner that I like. So on Wednesday, I'm going to go to this yoga class. And then Saturday, um, I want to get up early. I want to get going and get this out of the way. So I'm going to do a morning workout and I'm going to take another 30 minute walk around the neighborhood. See how that works? And so you're just going to write it down. Now I have a picture of what my vision is, and it's broken down into not only an area of focus, but bite-sized, actionable steps. That's the most important part. Make it realistic and be very specific on the actions that you're going to take. So that's plan it. The last, and I say the most important step in the process, is do it. Y'all know what Nike says just do it. Or, you know, sometimes as we say in the urban dictionary, ain't nothing to it but to do it. If you don't take action on those plans that you've written down, you'll never see the vision for your life and the dreams and goals that you have come to fruition. So I encourage you to try this exercise start at the beginning of the week. I like to do it on Sundays because Monday I count as the beginning of my week and try it out. Try it out for one week and see, you know, see how it goes. One of my favorite books Is Atomic Habits by James Clear. And I want to share a little bit from this book. I mean, if you have not read this book, I highly encourage you to get it. It has really changed the way that I think about my time and the habits and routines that I create for myself. So in Atomic Habits, he says, All big things come from small beginnings. All big things come from small beginnings. He goes on to explain the meaning of atomic habits, and I really think it applies here. He says atomic habits, um, he defines atomic habits as a regular practice or routine that is not only small and easy to do, but it's also the source of incredible power, a component of the system of compound growth. In other words, your focus should be getting better each day. And he breaks it down and say, get 1% better each day. And so that's all it is. Over time, you'll begin to see progress. You'll begin to see changes in your life that literally bring you closer to the life you love. So give it a try. Dream it, plan it, do it. Leave a comment in the comments below. Let me know how it works out for you. And um, share this with a friend. Maybe do it with a friend. Have an accountability partner. And the two of you will, will do this exercise over the course of a week. So if you've enjoyed today's podcast, please do me a favor and hit subscribe I'd love for you to share this with family and friends that you think will enjoy this as well Thanks for listening and until next time live life on purpose with purpose